gotta see that he telling me he likes a pair of Jordan number threes. He likes horseshoes on the back of his jeans. He got a low cut, sees a little poppy so clean. Definition of stunting like a daddy. Touch him, let me swing a semi automatic. This dude's so stylish. New coupe, no mileage. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sneakers and Up. This is season two, episode two. So, all in short, if you put those numbers together, 22, my favorite number. So, this is about to be a good episode. So, I am Dante. And this is John. All right. So, first off, sir, I want to start off with what we uh, normally do, what you rocking, what you watching. So, let's go what you rocking first. All right. So, right now, I am at the house right now. So, I'm not, as usual, per usual, I'm wearing flip-flops right now. So, okay, that's what I'm doing. What I'm watching right now is... Uh, I'm going back and binge watching Grimm. That's on oh, okay. Prime. Uh, and I've also been watching a lot of uh, thriller movies. So I've actually went back and watched Ronin with Robert De Niro, which is a really oh, good yeah. movie from the early 90s. That's a good one. And The Usual Suspects, which is a classic. So okay. I've been watching those right now. Okay. That's what's up. Did you, oh, yeah. wear, did you wear anything yesterday or uh yesterday uh sb dunks i was out running errands so anyone that we may know uh my usual ones uh beige and the beige colorway with the blue swoosh so i've been wearing those okay yeah not too bad all right so what i'm rocking uh yesterday i wore the air max one padders Mm um i don't know the other name of them they have that's kind of like the all white with like a little bit of blue pink um if well if you guys google it you can see which one it is it's the latest one um today i am rocking the air max 270 energy uh air max 95 neon colorway all right so that's what i'm rocking nice now what i'm watching so i got some things to bring up first and foremost Hamilton, bro. Yes. Hamilton, it was amazing. Uh huh. I I watched it last night. I was absolutely stuck. I was, man, I'm sitting at my grandmother's house and we're all watching it. I'm on the edge of my seat, just like so engulfed with this. I didn't even realize that my back was hurting. Yeah, it's a phenomenal performance. I really enjoyed that. The music was amazing. The, uh, The songs, the lyrics were amazing. I love the fact that, and I forget the dude's name, the one who basically created Hamilton. I forgot. Uh, I, I Lin, love the, uh, Manuel. Lynn yeah, Miranda I know, Manuel. I know he's a Puerto Rican cat. Yeah. So, but I know, uh, or what I, what I do like is that I never even knew who Hamilton was. Yeah, yeah. So I knew... I, I knew enough of our history in order to follow along with the with the main points, mm-hmm. but all that smaller details that was amazing to learn. Yes, yeah, I and, didn't even know who the Skyler sister were until yeah. I watched that and uh, how pivotal they were. Their family, like I've been, I've, it, I've, not, it has nothing to do with the Skyler sisters, but I've had some times where I've sent, uh, sat back and watched to see like what's America's oldest money. And usually it's the Dutch families who were here. So like the any anybody with the name Van is like the oldest. So the Skyler sisters, their family is pretty renowned in that in those circles. 
Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. I if I have another almost three hours to set aside to watch that thing, I definitely want to watch it again. Definitely. Yeah, I, I I'm still like I was completely floored by the performance, by the music, and see what I loved is that they took it and they made it um, today. You know what I mean? To make yes. it popular for for kids today. Yes. So they had you know the singing in there. They had you know it definitely came across as a Broadway, but then they had rapping. In yeah. it, which was amazing because then I don't know if you're familiar with rap battles like the Ultimate Rat League. Yeah, uh, I know. Wait a minute, let's um, fill me in because I'm thinking one thing. I might be thinking something else. Okay, so like the uh, like URL, the Ultimate Rap Rap League or Smack. Um, what they do is they'll get two rappers from anywhere, and you they give you some time, you know, a couple weeks or a month or whatever to research your opponent and it's basically like a boxing match okay and okay. you go you go you stand and you go toe-to-toe you wrap one uh you wrap for like a minute or two minutes whatever it is and the other person gets to go and by the end oh. of it everyone you know they take a vote and judge to see who won well okay. if that sounds familiar to you in hamilton that's because they basically did a rap battle when thomas jefferson was going toe-to-toe with uh with hamilton yeah yeah so that was a rap battle so to see that come to life in this Broadway performance, I was absolutely floored. Yeah. You and know, they, were, they was talking mad stuff. It was the same. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it was no, the no, same kind of flow and, um, and, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Attitude and just approach that they would have in a rap battle. Like, so yeah. this, was, this was dope. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Um, I, for people who are just tuning in for this season, we started this to show off with me being the sneaker novice. So it's a lot of things that I am learning. Uh, I didn't grow up in a bubble, but you know, there's, I was in different circles. So this right. is all new for me, but uh, yeah, the rap battle thing, like I knew about rap battles. I didn't know about that particular style of rap battle that you're talking about. The first mm-hmm. thing that came to mind is on YouTube. They do epic rap battles. And uh, that's what I was thinking. Epic rap battles. of history. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, the first thing. Oh, I okay. I got yeah. you. So Okay. But yeah, yeah, so so no, so I mean, if anyone is listening who has not seen Hamilton, I highly recommend it. Go get your cousins yeah. or somebody's login. You need to watch it. It was absolutely not to go, amazing. But not to go too far off, because I know we have some things that we need to cover, but do you think that Hamilton should be a part of school academia, like for young kids to learn about American history? I do. Yeah. I do because it, um, now, so remember, I didn't have a chance to look into it further, but from what I'm understanding is that Alexander Hamilton was a, was an immigrant, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. So I am a hundred percent on board with that then. Yeah. It just, well, I already was just because of how influential that he was, but it mainly because of that, because, you know, as, as a minority, like you know myself, you know, yeah. or I don't know if we're continue. Uh, I don't know if we're technically considered minorities anymore because I believe we outnumber. Yeah. But you, you get what I'm saying. Um, uh-huh. You don't hear anything like that as far as creating this country. Yeah. So I mean, all I remember is, and you know, we we don't we don't mean to offend anybody on this podcast. That's not what we try to do, but. All I remember is hearing about the the founding fathers, and you know, te- you know, really everybody was white. Yeah, yeah. 
You know yeah, what I mean? It's, so it's the representation cool. in that, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so it's cool to know that a lot of influence for this country, and not to get political, but a lot of influence for this country, the making of this country, came from other people, yeah. from other, you know, from from an immigrant. Like he had a big part to play in it, especially when it came yeah. to our uh, what is that? Our financial, or what is it? What, what's it called? Um, oh man, they said at the end of the, uh, at the end of it, but basically the financial structure of the company, yeah, or of the country. So I yeah, mean, I, I, I thought that was amazing. Like yeah. So I I thought that was amazing. And yes, I do believe that that should be taught in schools. I was actually a little disappointed that I didn't know who he was to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah, I found out it had definitely. to do with you know the beginning of this country. Yeah, I mean, just the full premise of everything. I mean, American history is written by the victors. So I mean, right. you know, it's a lot of stuff that goes within it that. Um, we don't get you get right. one side of it because you know that side is writing it but you're not getting the full story so it's really fascinating to see these people of color bring american history to life in such a vibrant and outstanding way i mean children are singing the lyrics yes That's how good it is you know kids are it really, was amazing yeah amazing yeah, 100%. so so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna keep going because I like I said it, it's been well I've told you off air but it's been triple digits so I have yes. been I have unlocked myself inside uh, and just basically trying to burn as little energy as possible and not getting hot so that's yeah, all I've been yeah. doing is watching TV so mm -hmm. another one is uh, Umbrella Academy on Netflix yes I've heard of that you need to watch it yeah it, it's it's that's a yeah. superhero show right uh kind of. Superhero rejects. Let's call them that. Yeah, yeah. So superhero rejects. So I just got done uh, binge watching um, season two. Season two, my personal opinion, I think is better than season one. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend watching that. I didn't even know it was out until my cousin called me and she said, "Oh, have you heard about this show?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." She was like, "Well, you need to. Um, what season are you on?" I'm like, "Well, there's only one." No, there's two. All right, I'm on it. <laughs> so again, another one that I like. Um, also a sleeper one, uh, is another Netflix show and this will be my last one, but is, uh, the Indian detective. Okay. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like a comedy show or mm -hmm. not a comedy show, but like a detective show, but it's the, the, the main character is funny. Okay. So I was at my grandmother's house yesterday watching Hamilton, but before we sat down and watched that, my grandfather was watching Netflix and he was watching this. Mm -hmm. So I sat down just chit-chatting with him, you know, catching up, seeing how he's doing. And he's got this on, and I'm listening to it, and I'm, I'm like, dying laughing. Right, so I'm right. like, what is this? So I started watching it. Man, I was laughing so hard. And it, it's only like, um, I think it's only like six episodes, but they're like 45 minutes long. Uh -huh. But uh, it is good, man. It's about a detective from Toronto, gets mixed up with something, and he... Um, he basically gets kind of blackballed because he made a huge mistake and whatnot. So he goes to India to go see his dad, and then it, it just everything ties in together. It was it was written really well. Is but, it any big name people in it? No. Okay. No, but it is good though. Well, at least I don't okay. think there's any big name people, but it is really good. I was completely surprised and a little disappointed. Yeah. That the season is so short. Okay. Yeah, and 
I, that that bugs me too. Netflix has some really good shows on there that have like maybe four or five episodes, and then that's it. So, yeah. and you know, I actually i I have to say that Netflix to me is the biggest sleeper when it comes to their own productions. Yeah, I think people are sleeping on Netflix big time. Oh yeah, they have so much good stuff on there. It's it's crazy. Oh, I believe it, a hundred percent. All right, so. Before we get too far off, let's uh, let's talk about some sneakers, man. Yes, yes. All right. So, um, I don't know if you've seen them, but uh, Reebok, Reebok yeah. is coming out with this new thing called Fast Pitch. Okay. Or first, first pitch. I'm sorry, first pitch. So basically, and I think this is absolutely brilliant. So basically, oh, yeah. they they take a, a model of a shoe, they have a mm-hmm. specific colorway, right, and yeah. it goes on. Uh, it goes on this on, on their website, and you can vote for it. You can vote or mm-hmm. not vote for it, but basically purchase it. And I believe yeah. uh, this goes by uh, if you're the first ver- voter and you want to buy this shoe, you can buy literally buy the sneaker for a dollar. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm re- yeah, I've seen the article on that. Yeah, I think so, that's then, that's going to change everything. <laughs> Dude, that, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing yeah. that Reebok is doing this. Now, the first sneaker they came out with was called the Beekeeper, um, and it's mm-hmm. the Reebok Classic, uh, Classic, the Reebok Classic leather, mm-hmm. and it's called the Beekeeper. I wasn't personally a fan, um, yeah. but what I do like is that the sneaker, it, it literally is basically, if you're the first person, you buy $4, second person, $2, third person, et cetera, et cetera, right? All the way up right, to right. the retail price of the sneaker, which I believe is like, Eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. So then, after you hit eighty, from number eighty-one all the way to five hundred is their goal. If you if yeah. they hit five hundred, then that sneaker gets made. Oh wow! So I mean, dope. yeah, man, I thought that was incredible. So and I checked it, and I was uh, when I first got the notification, I went in there, and I was like, person, I think like three hundred and twenty or something, right? Yeah. And this was. I literally checked it maybe 10 minutes after I got the actual email. So I yeah. would have had to buy it for retail, but I didn't really care for the shoe itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went so it back yesterday. The official yeah. launch for it was yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So okay. then when I went back on an hour later, uh, it was already at 500. So I was like, oh, cool. So the sneak is going to get made. That's I think that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty badass. You know, Reebok is a big name brand so do you think other shoe brands sneaker brands are going to follow suit or do you think it would be profitable because i don't necessarily see nike doing that but reebok, do you see reebok now is a is a b-list brand and i hate yeah, saying yeah. that because i really like reebok yeah, especially yeah. lately um mm-hmm. reebok is a is a b-list is a B-list uh, brand now. Um, I would love to see, you know, like a Nike or somebody do that. Um, I don't think, I mean, it, this just goes to the, the past conversations that I've had for the past 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Nike doesn't care. Yeah. They don't care about no, the consumer. They don't care about what we want. They don't care about none of that. So, I mean, you can tell by half of the colorways that come out with, with half of these shoes that they don't care. The, uh, so Nike is going to continue to do what they're going to do. They're going to continue to employ people who make who put together bad colors, because sometimes you get a good color. Um, yeah, no. 
but no so this i think is reebok's really 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 good way to fight uh fight loss financial loss yeah because yeah, if the yeah. shoe's not successful it's not coming out which i think is yeah. amazing I think it's interesting that you said what you said about Nike because I think they're at a point where they're too big to fail. They have far too many, uh, how can I put it? They'll uh, never uh, fail at this point. Yeah, yeah. They have way too much, you know, on that won't fail. Like Jordan Brand, I was reading an article about them the other day and how when Jordan Brand first came out, the NBA was not having it. They were not right. going to let, they banned the shoes. And, yep. and that were, it did the complete opposite uh, because what NBA said was just too many colors. So mm-hmm. it did, you know, Phil Knight said that it did the complete opposite because kids at that time wanted shoes that were banned by the NBA. And it boomed. It boomed. So I think from there, you know, there's not any kid that I can not talk to who are like, hey, man, I, or, or Jordan fan that's like not going to do anything and and not going to not get Jordan. If they want it, they want it. You know what I'm saying? So Nike right. is Nike's going to be all right. Oh, yeah. Nike, that's I mean, the only reason why I even brought that up is because you asked, you know, would yeah, Nike consider right. doing this? I love I mean, yeah, I. I love Nikes. They don't care about me, but I love Nikes. It's a very toxic relationship. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I love Nikes. I love Jordans. I got a room full of them. I mean, you saw it. Uh, yeah. And I'm not going to stop. You know, they, yeah. For every, you know, three bad colorways they came out with or come out with, someone's going to like them. You know what I mean? But then yeah, there's yeah. another one that I like. But they drop so yeah. many in a month that it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you're right. So and but, and that's the thing, man. Like, I'm sorry. You you know you popular when you can put out crap because your fan base is still gonna be like, you know what, man? I I mess with it. You know, I get down with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just crazy. Well, all they gotta do is send that ugly sneaker to somebody, some influencer, some famous person, and all of a sudden, now, yeah. I mean, like, take a perfect example is the Travis Scott uh, Nike reacts. Yeah, yeah. Those dirty looking, the ones I got, the basically the same ones I got on my feet, but they look they they come already worn. Basically, they look dirty. Yeah, worn. yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are horrible, but they sold out yeah. and they're selling for well over retail. And the one cool thing I did like about it, though, and I don't know if you knew this, I didn't until later, but they come like basically dirty. But if you clean them, mm-hmm. like they actually, they, everything comes off. Like it, it looks clean after. Yeah. I thought that was actually kind of cool, but. So I'm wondering if it's like the resale value, like people grab them, hold on to them for a while, and then they're like, yo, let me resell these to somebody who wasn't able to get them. Yep. And make make a little more bang for my buck. So I wonder if that's what that's all about. Everything, just about everything Nike and Jordan just about makes you a profit, whether it's $5, whether it's you know, five hundred dollars. Everything yeah. pretty much can turn around and make you a profit for the most part. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's the Reebok one. Um, let's see what the other one is. Uh, oh, there is a Jordan One coming out. Um, and from the looks of it, I didn't dive too much into it, but from the looks of it, it looks like it's kind of like the hippie version. You know, like the hippie trash. 
it's Are that we talking about the high crater the high crater, crater. yes uh, yes the, yes the, yeah. yeah the zoom crater yeah the uh jordan one zoom crater um yeah. so i believe yeah. that material in the soul and in the outsole actually and the upper if i'm not mistaken is all recycled material yeah so now this one i actually do like um i think it's a good concept um i think it just adds to one more sneaker in nike's pocket for you know removing their carbon footprint so i mean i know what the concept is behind it i'm not too much of a fan of what they look like okay i mean obviously obviously they look like i mean the one but made out of recycled material you know but they're just not for me i mean i think they're just way too dark for me i guess that makes sense yeah um so what i do like and i don't know if you know or if you've tried on but have you tried on any of the jordan one high zooms i have not no okay so the zoom is um it's it was the zoom unit so i don't know if you're if you know what that is or not but it's it it basically gives it's uh in any sneaker that you have with zoom it has Mm -hmm. basically that little bounce that you feel yeah yeah that's zoom air so this the jordan ones unlike normal jordan ones this Mm -hmm. one has zoom airs pockets on on the uh underside of the insole okay so, so when you wear these, fun. it's way more comfortable than a regular yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Way more comfortable. So yeah. I like the Zoom A um, insoles in them. Um, but I actually like the way that the sneaker looks. It's low-key. I like the concept behind it. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that it's great to just throw on, run out the door. Uh, it, you don't have to worry about, you know, a crazy color bouncing off of you. Like, I, I like it. And yeah. then... Um, it looks like it has the material that the ends of it aren't sewn, so it has mm-hmm. that exposure, kind of like the off whites. Yeah, yes. so I like that that's like a tan color or a beige, and the rest of the uh-huh. shoe is like a dark contrast. Okay, so that kind of okay. sticks out to me too. Yeah, I mean, they are unique. I mean, but that's Jordan's new line that, or Nike's new line that they're coming out with is trying to get rid of their carbon footprint. So I'm pretty sure that this won't be the last of that style of sneaker coming out as they continue to uh be more uh environmental conscientious so yeah oh it's yeah i, I give the... a kudos for that yeah okay yeah it's definitely not gonna be the last one yeah all right and then the last one that i want to bring up is a player exclusive um forgive me give me two seconds i'm trying to research on who that player is um but it is a player exclusive from at least that i remember uh, and it is the 13, Jordan 13, and it's a gym red. So it's basically just like the Flint uh, the Flint and blue 13s, but all mm-hmm. the blue is red. What are yeah. your thoughts on those? Actually, man, I, I like them. I'm not, I wouldn't get them. You know, I'm not really too big of a fan of red, but I do like them. So uh, it says before it's Lucky Green and Hyper Royal offers making their way in shelves. In the latter half of 2020, I'm reading off sneaker news. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, so, so this I, is going to be for 2021. Uh, yes, this is late spring 2021. Okay. So I mean, I know we're jumping the gun a little bit, but I was trying to find some some mixes, some stuff that we haven't seen yet. 
Yeah. She, that, uh, I mean, it's 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 a it's a nice looking sneaker. I mean, definitely interesting colorway. I mean, I just I'm not a big fan of red, so I got you. See, I have I have two pairs of the flints. I have the Hyper Royal 13s. Um, I do want the Lucky Greens, but this um, I don't have the gray toes because I don't necessarily care for the care for the gray toe 13s, which is yes. basically what we're looking at. Um, just mm-hmm. the colors are shifted around as far as the color blocking. But this yeah. one, I want two of these. I'm loving these. Yeah, yeah. But see, I have a weakness for 13s anyway. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. I mean, that's a really good looking model i mean it's just that particular colorway i'm not too much of a fan of fair enough yeah all right so the next thing that we're going to talk about is uh mosh so customizer mosh um who has done big name people as far as like celebrities and athletes lebron james odell beckham uh and i mean that's just the two that i can think of off the top of my head but there's been so many He's coming out with his own sneaker, his own line. So have you had a chance to take a look at the shoe at all? I did. I saw the one that you sent me. So, yeah, it looks pretty sick. Okay. There are a few others that are supposed to come out, but this is the only one I could find so far. Mm -hmm. So, and then I did hear uh, the interview with – the the sneak dip, the sneak this podcast shout out to them I'm a I'm a steady listener to them, um, but I did hear the interview that they had with Mosh. Uh, it actually even enlightened me to this whole situation that I didn't know about about him having his own sneaker. Um, yeah. So it is called the Mosh Run is the model and this colorway that we're looking at, which is like the gray, the pink, the yellow, the green, light blue, a little bit of red. That's called the uh, Centralia. Oh, okay. That's right. that's the name of the colorway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on the sneaker itself? Uh, you know, I like it. Um, okay, it's something that I would possibly rock myself. Um, I think that it's unique. Um, and I, you know, for me as a, a novice, like I said, you know, it's it's something that I would definitely have in my collection. Okay. I am still on the fence. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not swooning over these, and I like the shape of the sneaker. I like the fact that it's a low top. I, I <coughs> excuse me. I love the to- uh, the fact that the tongue isn't climbing up my leg. Yeah. Um. It may be the colorway for this one that's uh, mm-hmm. throwing me off a little bit. I don't know specifically, but as more pictures come out, um, I think I'm gonna end up liking it a bit more. So, yeah. but. But for yourself and anybody who's listening, these are premium premium quality products that he's using or premium quality materials. Uh, so these are going to retail. That shoe is going to retail for about, I think, $300, he said. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and they, are, they are all going to be pre-order. All of his colorways are all going to be pre-order only. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I thought I was that. cool because then that's, I mean, I've always recommended that from the beginning anyway. At least I always thought that was the best approach. That way you don't have any sitting in case you don't sell out. You know exactly how many to make. Yes. Yeah. So and he's yeah. supposed to come out with, I believe, five different colorways. Mm-hmm. Five, maybe five or six different colorways total. And all the rest of them, including this one, actually. Um, they all have different inspirations from around the country or possibly around the world, I think. 
but they're all basically okay. geographical geographical locations. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty sick, man. Like I, I like that concept. I definitely am all about it, man. I'm all about it. Yeah, I want to see more colorways. Like I said, I'm I, like I'm really on the fence, and it could be one thing or another of this sneaker that's making me like not absolutely fall in love with them. But mm-hmm. yeah, so far, I mean, I'm definitely leaning more toward a, I like them, but I'm not like swooning just yet. Yeah. Like you said, man, it might be some different uh, pictures that come out, different angles. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really not too much in love with the shoe until I see it on somebody's foot. That way, I right. can have a better understanding of like, hey, I wanna, I wanna go that route. So, uh, I understand that too. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is Adidas, Mr. Dame, yes, Damian Lillard. The other night, he went off, and he scored yes. 61 in the NBA bubble game. Mm-hmm. 61, wow. So Adidas, as a celebration to that, they went and posted all of his sneakers on Adidas for $61. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I hey, agree. Right. point match, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Dude. Now, so that's now my, my question is because I, I mean, now it's hard because uh, Lillard, Lillard, he's from Oakland. I'm from Oakland, so I mean, he's a hometown boy. You know, I, I really want to root for this cat, but his sneakers are ugly. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't personally like them at all. Yeah. So I mean, just because it's sixty one dollars, like I went on and they still had some available. I didn't buy any. Yeah, they have some interesting collaborations. You got a Stone Cold Steve Austin one, Pusha T collaboration too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you like what you like, you know. Like I, right. I wouldn't get them. <laughs> I'm the same way. I wouldn't get them. Uh, but I don't know. I like this one. I mean, just, be- when I do like, you know. just because I know that he is basically an all-star and he is, I mean, between, uh, I mean, just his NBA career altogether, but really yeah. as a standout last year and then this year, like he, I think these have, have been his, you know, we'll call it his loudest years yet. Um, yeah, yeah. With that, I, I kind of have a rule and I don't buy current NBA players with the exception of possibly LeBron James, if I can find the jersey that I'm looking for. But he yeah, may yeah. have to be one, man. It's hard to find a hometown boy who's really making a name for him like himself like that. Yeah, I I know what you mean, man. It's like you want to kind of stay on the sidelines. You don't want to get too involved with somebody. But, yeah, if you got somebody from your hometown that's making a lot of noise, you got to rep them, you know. Yeah, it's just it's, like I said, man, it's just hard because – I, I want to support, so typically my go-to is the sneakers. But, again, I respect the dude, but his sneakers are whack yeah. as far as what I would use them for. And then mm-hmm. uh, and the rule with the jerseys. But I think I may I may be more susceptible for the jersey than I would be for yeah. the others. Yeah, I feel it, man. I do, I do think that uh, them doing the point matches pretty damn cool, though. I mean, so, that's, yeah, that's awesome, I agree. Man. I yeah. agree. For a quick yeah. cop for 61 bucks, you can't beat that, you know? 
Right, and which was already cool because I mean, and this is how much of a of a cool dude that he is. His sneakers are actually very decently priced anyway. So, yeah. from what I understand, from going back and listening to or looking up um, reasons why the shoe is so deep, like um, conveniently priced, or or you get what I'm saying, like affordable. Yeah, yeah. He did it because he doesn't want to make a sneaker that's so expensive that it drains people's pockets from his hometown. Yeah. Actually, so, behind that. so hold on one second. Oh, man. Okay. It's so good. It's kind of like uh, when Stefan Marbury came out with his shoes, you know, he didn't want them to be overly priced either, you know? Right. So the stars. So, I mean, I don't know too many people who had them, but, you know, he didn't want his shoes overpriced for the kids, you know, that which goes in the opposite direction of. Uh, the, hey, why is everything ringing? Sorry, it's my son. He's trying to FaceTime me. He, when he calls me, yo, he blows me up. He'll call me 10 times in a row if I don't answer. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. Uh, yeah, it's like it, it goes in the LeVar Ball and the Baller brand. Those shoes oh, are yeah. ridiculous. And I don't know anybody bought them. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure they got bought, but I don't know anyone personally, you know? Right. I mean, and I, I appreciated what the, the, uh, how do you put it? The, what he was trying to accomplish, you know, he was a, you know, a black owned brand and he was like, Oh, I want to name my price. He goes, you know, we're, we're not shorting anybody on, on materials here and, and all that stuff. So, you know, I thought that the, the idea behind it was cool, but I mean, and I can actually use that to segue into somebody who's actually doing it right, which is um, I got to look up. I always say his name incorrectly, but basically uh, it's uh, SIA uh, SIA somewhere in America. Yeah. Okay? Or if other people know him as FBCC, it's a Devlin Carter. Yeah. So I recently purchased some of his shoes. I posted them on the sneakers in a page uh, on the Instagram. Yo, those that that's how you do the business as mm-hmm. far as you know he uh he's doing it all himself black owned he's he's giving back to the community he's um he holds cl- uh classes when it comes to like um sewing and stuff like that for kids in the oakland area because he's from uh new york or brooklyn i believe and now he's in uh the oakland area so he's holding classes for them he's giving back to the community his sneakers are i personally think that they're a little bit pricey for what they are, but yeah. but I get it, and I still paid for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have I I paid for four pairs myself. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so I mean, but if you ask me, do I personally think that they're worth it? If this had a Nike swoosh on it, would I ever pay that price? No. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying for what it is, but also for the fact that he is taking so much care and quality assurance in his product. Yes, and so, that's good, man. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to, uh, to support and uh, have you had a chance to look him up? I know we had talked about him before, but and kind of what he's doing. Uh, I have not. What's his name again? You talking uh, about Saya? Yeah, Saya right. somewhere in America. FBCC. He kind of goes by a few different things. But his main staple sneak, sneaker right now is called a Culture Vulture. Um, typically retails at like 200 or 220 or something like that. 
um, Culture Vulture, uh, to me, they're kind of. I've heard people kind of compare them to like a Yeezy 350 as far as like the upper goes. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like a cross between like a Yeezy 350 upper and a not as soft Hirachi. Now, what colorway are you talking about? He's got a bunch. All right. So, because I'm looking at it right now, I'm on his website. Okay. So, uh, oh, uh, the website uh, right now, his website is very infrequent and but he does it intentionally so yeah. if you ever want products like you have to like he drops them like jordan do so uh, yeah. he, he calls it sia saturdays okay so he'll take everything off the website and then on saturday morning um whatever time he picks they'll the products will upload until they sell out then they'll show sold out for like the 24 hours and then everything disappears like his his website is typically blank for the most part yeah yeah, I'm on here now. Everything is sold out. Just like you said, I'm just trying to take a look at the style yeah, his, of shoe. His best way to uh, to find to figure him out and to see his his products is uh, uh it's at S I A underscore collective. So Sia Collective, mm -hmm. Sia underscore collective on Instagram, and you can go on there. You can see all of his products, and that way you get an idea of what his sneakers are. Um, for anybody who's listening and and is interested. I didn't realize this until I got them, but keep in mind, uh, and I think this is the only way I was able to figure it out, but he has, the the sneak is coming really a couple of different sizes. There's one that's like a real low, then there's one that's mm -hmm. like a low mid, and you can tell the difference when you put them on foot. I'm not, yeah. a much, I'm not as much as a fan for that real low one. I do like that low mid though, okay. um, but I think the low mid has like a lace loop or something in the back okay like there's like two or three of them going up the back of the shoe where that low one has none mm -hmm. so if you're ever yeah, like yeah so like if you're ever on his instagram page and you see that uh just keep that in mind i i probably won't go for too many more of the real low ones but i definitely want some more of those mids yeah i i i you know what it's not something i would get I do like what he stands for, though. Yeah, I was reading one of his posts. You know, um, you know, black on doesn't mean cheap, and you know, or free or a hookup. You know, we have to work even harder just to get our products to see the light of day. So I can appreciate somebody who is standing behind their product yep. and their brand, and they're doing what they need to do to get their stuff going. So kudos to him. I mean, it's not for me. But I definitely like it. But I'm looking at one of his posts. These here are interesting. Um, almost looks like a Jordan one in the red and white colorway. Oh yes, those. So those are the uh, Saya. I think those are called the Saya Skate. Yeah. And they. Uh, so they, they. To me, it's very reminiscent of a Dunk, like a low top mm -hmm. Dunk, or, yeah. or like an Air Force one. But it has velcro straps that go over the laces yeah that's what i'm looking at right now yeah so yeah. those I'm, I'm very interested in those those might be a little too far out of my price range for one sneaker but mm -hmm. um i do like those too yeah just get that money man you know if you're out here doing it <laughs> get it you know i'm not gonna knock you if you try and he's right it doesn't mean a hookup. Like people got to get over that. People definitely got to get over that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so uh, like, 
And anywhere I go, typically, you know, you know, just much like yourself, a veteran, anywhere that I go, that's, you know, whether it's a fast food chain or Nike or Reebok or a big name brand, everywhere I go, I always ask, hey, do you guys have a military discount? I mean, why not ask, yeah. right? But, yeah. uh, and then also when I reach out to certain, you know, um, things like on, I don't know, if I see promotions or on Instagram or whatever, I'll message them, hey, do you guys have a military discount? Uh, most of them say no, but you know, never hurts to ask. I have never, yeah. asked, I have never asked him. Like I've never, DM'd yeah, I would. Him. I, I don't, I don't. That's not what. I'm not really buying it for the product when it comes to him. Although it is a good product, yeah. I'm buying it for the the culture. I'm buying it for what he stands for. Yeah, I would hasten to ask, or I would. Yeah, I would definitely hold off on asking someone who is a um, small business owner. Right, right, right. Because, well, I'm, well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to ask him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, yeah. And that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You definitely don't want to do that. Um, big businesses, yeah. I mean, come on. You can spare a couple of dollars, man. Right. <laughs> With right. Small but business I, owner. I'm like, no. Exactly. I have yet to ask a small business owner ever. Yeah. So, I mean, and they're, they're the ones that are really making the, the country move. So, yes. Um. Okay, so we talked about side. Uh, I did kind of venture off a little bit, but I did want to bring up. So I was scrolling through social media the the other day, and uh-huh. and I was uh I saw I saw a picture and I sent it to you. I don't know if you saw, but it was my Instagram page. Um, yes. One of my Instagram friends posted a picture of a of a baseball field, right? Of a, a, a batter at the plate, and in the background. I don't know how many of our listeners would know, even know what movie this is from, but Weekend at Bernie's. Yes, I saw that. Hilarious. Dude. That was so funny. <laughs> okay, dude. I'm glad you understood because I sent that to you. I didn't hear nothing back from you. So I was like, oh, I don't know if he knows what that is. But yeah, yo, I okay. saw it. So if anybody doesn't know, Weekend at Bernie's, um, maybe maybe you can uh, give a little more detail. But Weekend at Bernie's is basically Bernie's is this rich guy who has like this. I don't know, we'll call it like a Malibu or Hawaii house. He's a he's really rich. But yeah. he goes and throws his party and he has some low le- low level um I guess executives or just people that work for him. They come to the party as well and he dies. Yeah. He he dies like day one, first, I don't know, hour or whatever. But he dies with them in the room. So they're freaking out. They don't want to get in trouble. So the whole time they're pretending that he's alive. So they're with him. They're moving his arms and everything else. But this picture that they put behind the batter is of him when he's like normally just sitting down with the scrunched face and just it's hilarious. If you understand the reference, it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's it's pretty good. Like Weekend and Bernie's was a uh, came out in 1989. Uh, Bernie had put a hit out on them dudes to get money from him. That's right. That's right. So uh, they have to continue to uh, fake as Bernie is alive to keep the ruse going and stuff like that. So that's right. So bad that it even had a sequel. So I remember. (laughs) It was was so bad. (laughs) Did you. well, going along with this, have you seen any other ones, like any other, uh, like backdrops or uh, like or the bubble for the NBA? Have you seen anything that's just been like crazy? Uh, uh, 
Bubble wise, no. Um, I know that. Oh man, I'm trying to think. While you think, I did see another one like this, but it was a. It was in the bubble, so it was a digital screen, and it was of a dude holding his goat. I think it was a goat. Oh no! So (laughs) they were, they were. It was him, and he was holding his goat, and they were uh, they were one of the virtual screens uh, in for the NBA, and they were oh they, they were in the stands. So I saw that. Yeah. I started kind of laughing too. <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, that's funny though, man. People are so creative right now, and you know, I'm I'm kind of glad that they're doing that because given the current state of things, you know. Uh, a lot of people mental health is not in full effect so you know you need a good laugh every once in a while you know some way to break the cycle um because you know you got a lot of people who are really suffering right now because they they're they're used to humans in humans in and of themselves are social creatures so it's kind of hard not to socialize and and I, I feel for some people, you know, some people can isolate, others have a hard time doing that. So, I mean, you know, it's funny when you see people be creative in their ways of getting a laugh like that weekend in Bernie's cutout. That's funny. Yeah, I thought man. that was fantastic. You know, like, hey, if if you can't catch the if you can't catch the joke, then, you know, what the hell is wrong? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Nike, we already talked about them a little bit. Um, so they're after again some more money, but this may actually be in a um, more positive light and really what the people want. So they're coming out with Mamba Week. Mm-hmm. So to commemorate the first week, they have they're dropping two jerseys. Actually, no, I'm sorry, it's one jersey, and it has uh, it's uh, it looks like it has snake scales on uh, on it. It's all black. Looks like it's full of snake scales, which are also black, so it's black on black. Um, but then you have uh, number eight on the front and number 24 on the back. Mm-hmm. So before we even get into the sneakers, what are your thoughts on the jersey? I think the jersey is dope. Okay, so the, do I. The retail price is going at 120 which is affordable. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Um, so I really like that. And um, you know, I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm I'm a Pistons fan, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But as far as Kobe's concerned, I, I am a Kobe fan. So uh, I definitely see a lot of people rocking this jersey. So I'm kudos to them for coming up with that eight on the front and 24 on the back. And yep. um, I like the colorway. I like you know, that. I like that black and gold. I I do as well. I. Uh, yeah. I so I got a couple of thoughts right when it comes to this jersey and what they're doing. And for the whole collection, as a matter of fact, I think this is the perfect opportunity. I highly doubt they'll do it, but the perfect opportunity to do pre-order. They should do a mm-hmm. pre-order so that way they know how many to make for every single one of these items. You think so? I think they should. Mm-hmm. I think they should. And then uh, whatever uh, – oh, man, I just drew a blank on Kobe's wife's name. Um, but I know that they were also donating money not just to the Mamba Basketball Academy, which would also be great. But I can't even 
Can you imagine how much money that they would make if they pre-ordered all these shoes? Yeah. The entire world would buy this product. People are going to have a fit if they run out. That's uh, the ultimately. It's, it's going to run be, out. Yeah. It, it's going to run out. Yeah. Yeah. People are so, going to have a fit. If they did a pre-order for all this, everyone who wants one, which I think when it comes to Kobe stuff now, mm-hmm. should be should be normal. For anybody who wants Kobe um, apparel or sneakers or products, they should have no problem getting them. Nike really needs to capitalize on and help. So do the uh, you know let Nike take. I don't know. I'm not a. Uh, an accountant by any means, but even if Nike kept the cost of the shoe, kept $20 per shoe and donated the rest of the cost that they're charging for the shoes to whatever Nike alone would still make so much money if they did pre-orders. Cause like I said, I, if they did pre-order for, for this, for, I don't know, a month or two, I would literally buy every single thing <laughs> just because they did yeah. a pre-order. It's Kobe. It's you know what I mean, and if they were talking about donating, like I I don't yeah. care for like you know one possibly two of them, but I would buy them all just because they're pre order and the the what it goes for. Yeah, I think so, they but, should price match if you really want to go that route. Price match for each shoe that's bought. That's the donation to the you know Kobe's foundation. You know that works too. I'm just looking for both customer and. Uh, and kind of uh, drive behind it. Yeah. So because they're going to sell out irregardless. And then as soon as they sell out, because they sold out, they're going to go for the resale is going to be astronomical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So but for the jersey, I uh, sorry, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit. But for the jersey, I do want the jersey. I was kind of hoping and I know this probably makes no sense, but I was kind of hoping that they were going to come out with the daughter's jersey, too. Oh, yeah, that would have been uh ideal time to do that but i kind of think i see i I can see why they did it it's you know it's a kobe thing kobe earned it it's kobe's the one and you know what i mean but i just think under the circumstance i would still i would personally and i would purchase i would still like to see uh his daughter's jersey yeah maybe at some point they'll do something like that but I don't know if Vanessa, that's Kobe's wife, would probably want oh, that's something right, that's like right. that. You yeah. don't think that she would want her daughter's jersey to be worn by millions of people across the world? I don't I don't know. I, that's hard for me to say because, you know, if I'm somebody who I lost my, you know, my significant other and um, my oldest, you know, I'm a little bit torn. Do I want people to, you know, profit off of off of that i don't know i mean it's, it's kind of hard for me to say i mean i would want them to be memorialized on the one hand they're memorializing right. people that she cares about but on the other hand it's for a profit it's not like it's all going to charity right you know what i'm saying like it would be different if it was something that if vanessa backed it i would probably be fine with it but okay well, and that's that's completely respectable i get that too i don't i i don't see why i mean because nike we just we just talked about them earlier. They're so big that they don't need 
a hundred percent of the of the profit from these to keep going. No, they don't. No, they don't. Nike Nike knows exactly what they do with every oh, yeah. move that they make. It's very calculated. Yep. Um, they know exactly how to play the game, and that's messed up part about it is because I like Nike, but. You know, I like them enough to speak out against some of the stuff they do. I mean, the they play both sides of the fence. See, they want one hundred percent. They want they want to have their cake and eat it too. You know, they want to represent this one group of disenfranchised people, but at the same time, they're lining their pockets with, you know, the same the opposite side of the fence is money. You know, and I'm not trying to go into politics myself, but I'm just saying that Nike knows how to play the game. They they walk a line where they know that their stock is going to be a-okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They are they are ruthless. Yeah. And, it's again, it's a bittersweet because you you want to hate Nike, but at the same time, it's like, you, you know, I look at the stuff that we're looking at. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's hard to. So, yeah, you're I, right. I know, they know what they're doing. They know. I, I mean, to compare it to another business, they're like Chick-fil-A. And a lot of people be like, what the hell you mean? Like, Chick-fil-A has been boycotted and I mean take the time out and read you know but they have been boycotted and nothing has been done because Chick-fil-A is such a big and popular business that there's no way you can you know shut them down you know they've been boycotted for their views on you know marriage and so on and so forth but um you know hey they keep the chickens going because I I, it's not one Chick-fil-A that I have not passed and the line doesn't go all the way out the parking lot, damn near to someone else's parking lot. We'll have that's, to that's we'll have the sidebar there. on uh yeah. on Chick Fil A's um w- w- what's going on with them because I don't I don't know about anything other than their chicken is smacking. No, the so that's all. That's, really all, that's uh, all I know. Just, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something so you got to read on it. Crazy. Okay, we'll yeah. sidebar for that one. Um, but let's run through the sneakers real quick because I got five of them. We'll run through. Uh, are you looking at the picture that I sent you where it has this? Yeah, so I here? am on. So I am on for reference uh, for the win, and they have all the sneakers uh, loaded up. So okay, see, yeah. are the only reason why is because I, I uh, would like to go down. Well, how about this? We'll we'll try it and we'll see how far we go. So mm-hmm. the first one that we'll look at is the uh, – it's called the Big Stage. It's the one that has, like, yes. all the numbers and writing and stuff on it. It's uh, all white, um, gold, and black. Go, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on those ones? Uh, I think those are – I think that's an interesting colorway, but not for me, no. Okay, yeah, because yeah. that, would, that would be one that I would pass on as well. Like, I, I like them. I like what they – I like the, the concept of them, but – to me, to own the wear, I wouldn't wear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I just, so I don't know, man. It's, I'm, I'm, it's gold. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> these these next couple ones are gonna be hard for me. Okay, no, no problem. So I don't mind. I don't mind the gold. I don't mind that color combo. It's the shoe itself with all the writing. I don't know. For me, it. it for me, I wouldn't. It's definitely not my first pick. Yeah. All right, so the next one is, I believe it's, I, I might have a different name, but I believe it's the Lakers, Kobe 5. Yeah. What are your yeah, playoffs or something? I don't remember. Uh, if you go get the jersey, that would go good with that. So, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, now, what if you didn't have the jersey? Would you Would you like these? Would you cop these? 
Uh, for resale, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. See, I I like them. I like them. I want them. Mm -hmm. Well, you like purple though, so I, I mean, do. you I know do. what? And I'm, and you know, not to we're talking about Kobe right now, but I don't want to jump too far off topic. I like purple too, but just in small increments. So I mean, you okay, know, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, you know what, though? I, I want to just now, this is a plain devil's advocate here. So, you mentioned that you would want these for resale. Is it, yeah. are we at a place now? Because I know when we first came, uh, when Kobe first passed away, you know, it was reselling Kobe products was so frowned upon. Do you mm -hmm. think that we're in a space now to where it's okay? Or I think it is. I think within, I think within the realm of sneakers, it's probably at that time when you're going to do, when people are going to do resale. Okay, since we're oh, doing that. Well, I mean, let me, gonna, let me, people are going to do it anyway. Yeah. I'm just asking if morally, if we find that okay. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I it, it really depends. What are your morals? Are your morals driven by money? Or are you looking at, hey, I can make a profit and give and, and sell these shoes to somebody who really wants them? You know, versus, true, true. you know, I have access to them, but maybe I can sell them to somebody who really want them. Because let's put it like this, and I'm knocking on wood right now. When MJ, you know, what's going right. to happen then? Just true, imagine. True. We, I had Kobe, more to Yeah, yeah. Kobe, you know, may he rest in peace, and Gianna as well. You know, um, that he's special. But just imagine what the sneaker world is going to be like when Jordan passes. Not saying it's, it's going to happen, but I'm just right, saying right. I think it's going to really rock the sneaker world. You, and you know what's funny is is uh, is not to cut you off, but uh, it's kind of go along with what you said. When that happened and things, well, I'll say settled a little bit, but yeah. when you kind of had time to go through the emotions, I actually thought about the same thing for a couple of different players but uh, I don't know why, but even though out of all the ones that I thought of, MJ was probably the oldest and most likely to reach a natural demise yeah. first, uh, yeah. he never came to mind. Yeah. I don't even want to mention the other names just because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to keep knocking on wood. But, um, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's funny. But, yeah, I never even thought about that. So, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's some players out there, you know, when they pass, nobody's going to say boo it's you know right. like, it's not gonna have the, but, the the impact like kobe did no not kobe and mike are in the upper epsilon of of players who matter no matter what right you know what i'm saying like cultural no disrespect uh, yeah. world, worldwide cultural icons yes i mean jordan was i mean kim jong-il loved mj to the point right. that he had to sign basketball by him. He loved MJ. So, I mean, and this this was the dictator of North Korea. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Yeah, Kim Jong-un? No, Il, the oh, father. Oh, oh, the father, yeah. Yeah. Un was buddy-buddy uh, with Robin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, real quick, we'll go down the rest of them. So the next one is the uh, Kobe 5 Undefeated. Uh, it has the – this is the colorful one. So it's got the gold, the black, the uh, red, the blue, some green. Yeah. Okay, do you see that one now? 
Yeah, I see that one. Okay. I'm I'm on the same I'm on the same picture you're on. So I would oh, get okay. those. Yeah, I would get those. So would I. I like okay. those. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, those are probably my tied for favorites out of the whole five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and then the next one is the all white with the the gold and like a little bit of blue. I think it looks like. What yeah. what, do you, what are you feeling with those? Uh, I don't know. That gold just pops right out, huh? Like it's yeah. just right there, you know. Like people will <laughs> see you coming. Well, I mean, it could be a good thing or a bad there. thing. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little iffy with all white shoes because of, you know, I I can abuse them. So yep. uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily go with those. Okay, yeah, I'm the exact same way. I'm I'm. It has to be like a really special sneaker to be all white for me to have. Yeah. All right. So the last one is the Kobe Five EYBLs. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about those? And I believe these ones are actually women's. Yeah. So that kind of eliminates those. But I like that colorway, though. I am going to try for these regardless. <laughs> Just because yeah, like you know, wearing wearing anywhere, but depending on the shoe, wearing anywhere between a nine and a ten. Um, I'm in the realm of wearing the size, the the size difference. So I can't have, and they don't look overly feminine either. No, they don't. But I mean, I got pink, I I got pink sneakers anyway, so I don't care. Yeah. I mean, but again, you know, that you like what you like. I mean, I've seen dudes with pink sneakers. I mean, it doesn't, that doesn't, I have sneakers now. I got a pair of uh, zooms that are with the fly knit material and they have flowers on them. I love those shoes. I work out in those. So, I mean, you know, you like what you like. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's for Mamba Week. I don't remember the exact dates, but I know it's coming up here in August. Um, I think in the next couple of weeks, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so, and then it looks like all of it's coming out on sneakers with the exception of the undefeated pairs. Those ones, I believe, are coming out via undefeated only. Okay. All right, so moving on from there. All right, all you sneaker listeners, if you guys want to exit the room or turn us off, now is your chance. We are starting to get uh, get into X-Men now. All right, so X-Men, X-Men. Um, so I was going through an IGN.com posted, and they've actually been pretty, pretty on point so far with their information and leaks, we'll call it. Uh, but it looks like X-Men, the animated series, which probably which has to be, well, it's already in my top five, but probably has to be one, number one and number two all-time animated shows. It looks like they're in discussions of reviving it. Yes, um, that was the series from debuted October 31st, 1992. So, yeah. Wow. Wait, yeah. did you just know that or did you look it up? I have it up. I have oh, it up. <laughs> I'm like, what? oh, okay, okay, but yeah. So, what what are your thoughts on this? Did did X Men impact you at all or anything? X Men is a fantastic series. Uh, the animated series was great. Uh, I remember a lot of the storylines, and I also love the concept of X Men. X-Men, for those who've been living under a rock for a long period of time, (laughs) is very socially conscious because it touched on um, uh, the biases of, you know, being different 
And, you know, a, a lot of people don't realize that um, Professor X and Professor, uh, Professor X and Magneto are based off of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. A lot of people didn't know that. So that was how he came up with those, or Stan Lee came up with those characters. And um, it is pretty cool because you see Magneto is like, hey, you know, we're the more dominant race. We are supposed to lord over these people. Like, that's his views. Where Professor, where Professor X is more like, hey, we need to coexist with these people. Now, granted, depending on what version of these characters you're looking at, you know, within the uh, Marvel Universe and within the cinematic universe, uh, because Fox owns the rights to the X-Men, but now Disney bought Fox, so it'll fall back to Marvel. Um, it's really cool. Uh, the the I, I, I just, I've, I've always been a fan. And uh, the animated series that came out in 1992, if I had to rank the series that did it for me, it would be X-Men, Spider-Man animated series, and uh, Batman, the animated series. Okay, see, I would, I would personally put Batman over Spider-Man, but, but still. No, I mean, I didn't rank them like that. I'm just saying that my oh, top, oh, those, are my, those are the three that I liked growing up. Okay, I got you. But yeah, same, same here. Yeah. Batman was just more dark than X-Men was. Yes, and it was Mark uh, Mark Hamill's Joker that really did it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, he, he's the reason why I have, I would, I, the only reason why I would ever debate putting Batman animated series as number one. Yeah, Mark Hamill made that, made that Joker really scary, or not so much scary, but just charismatic. Yes, you know, that's the perfect yeah. word for for uh, for that Joker is charismatic. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, so for this X Men the animated series, I I share your enthusiasm for it. Um, I am I absolutely love the nineties one, nineteen ninety two. I don't know how I feel about it being revived, only because I don't know who their target audience is going to be. Is it going to be for current generation if it is then i probably won't like it because there's not very many animated shows that i like now as even on disney um yeah however there are a bunch on the marvel that i do have to say that i do like so um it's it, yeah, yeah it's 50 50 you know what i mean or are yeah. they going to do it and reprise it for nostalgia purposes but make the content up to date I don't know. See, that's where my heart, that's where, that's a difficult question to answer because right. for us, for people who grew up with the original, you're always going to be looking at it as, well, it doesn't measure up. Right. The bar as, is set so high. Yeah. And then as they get ready to update it, what are writers going to be talking about? You know, is it exactly. going to be... So, yeah, I can definitely see that because on my other show, we were talking about the Turtles. You know, I'll get back on topic, but we were talking about how the newer version of the Turtles was so bad compared, <laughs> to, compared to 
the version that came out in the 90s uh, with the puppets. And that was, you can't beat that. You know, you can't beat craftsmanship over CGI. I'm sorry. Like, I like the dudes in the costume, Jim Henson Creature Shop. Oh, versus yeah, okay. Industrial Light and Magic with the CGI dudes wearing the balls with the motion capture balls on. I'm sorry. I was not a fan of either one. Even though I'm glad they introduced Bebop and Rocksteady, I, I hated it, hands down. But back to X-Men. Got you, got you. Oh, we, we can talk about them another time because I do have yeah. my my opinions on the, the Turtles as well, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for those who are not understanding who we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so X-Men, I'm super excited. I'm curious to go to see where they go with it. Um, yeah, man, like, like you said, I I did not... I think you mentioned it before, but it didn't really set, set in. But now that we're actually like, this is part of the podcast discussion... Mm-hmm. Now that you mention it, it makes so much sense, and I can't believe I didn't see it before that you know Malcolm X and Doctor uh, Martin Luther King. Yes, like, it's crazy. Like it, it's it's one of those where you smack your head and you're like, duh. Yeah, Stanley was you know for as Stanley because you, you had um, God man, I I'm so mad that I don't know the other guy's name is Stanley and it's. Oh, the other, the co-creator or something? Yes, yes. Yeah, I remember um, his name. Jack Kirby, Jack Kirby. Yes, that's it. So, Stan, Stan Lee was very socially conscious because, you know, he, he, he inadvertently taught a generation about acceptance without yep. having to do too much other than, hey, comic book superheroes. Because, um, you know, even with Black Panther, like Black Panther before he black panther was out before the group known as the black panthers came out so you know i mean he just was beyond you know i i give kudos to stanley may rest in peace but he was just beyond his time yes yes he was yeah wow so yeah you learned something new yeah I, I i didn't i never i never realized that yeah Love, man. It's it's he he just knew how to address things, man. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna take a hint off of. And we've already discussed this before, but as far as the idea of it, but I'm taking a taking a hint off of. Well, I'm biting a little bit from the sneak this podcast because they've been doing it for a while now. But I don't want to quite do the exact same that they do. So we're gonna do lists. So I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna leave the content up for yourself and the other members of the group to really come up with the list as mm. far as what the lists are. But today we're going from X-Men animated series and we're going to talk about our top five favorite X-Men. Now, I did kind of standouts to me. I didn't pick my personal top five. I thought maybe like the most powerful mutant and not mute. What do you call it? A mutate? Can you explain so there's a, the difference? There's a difference. There's a difference. So... All right, so mutates are people who have had something transform them. So Spider-Man, for instance, was bitten by a irradiated spider, which gave him his powers. That would be a mutate. A mutant is somebody who's born with a certain gene that makes them get these uh, powers. So, um, for instance, Wolverine. Wolverine was born with an enhanced uh, sense of smell, more feral instincts, and the bone claws. 
the animanium was added later on with with project x but you know that that would just be our example of a mutate versus a mutant okay so how would you like to do the list do are we going to just say you know you say your top five or i'll say my top five or do you want to go back and forth so what i think is best is let's go back and forth so you okay. say so or you go first say your top five you know and then i'll do my top five okay I, all right okay we can do that all right so with my and mine are in no particular order um yeah. i really couldn't figure out the best way to put them so what i'm gonna do is my first one i'm gonna get this out of the way now it's gonna be two people either or and mm -hmm. but i'm gonna say that I'm, i lean more toward one so i lean more toward emma frost okay and the other is professor x yes so for those who don't know they're essentially the same type of power mm -hmm. um but i from what i understand emma frost has a little bit more of if i remember correctly she has more of an influence on your natural personality mm -hmm. where she can have a bigger impact on changing the way you think after she's done getting inside your head going forward yes so so that's why i lean more toward emma frost i think that's a little bit more i guess if you want to call it dangerous but yeah. she started off as a bad guy, and then she ended up becoming good. Well, I guess depending on what what uh, Marvel Universe you're reading in. But so Emma Frost slash Professor X, but with the emphasis on Emma Frost. Okay. Okay. So the next one is Wolverine. Yes, sir. Um, again, for those of you who have been living under a rock, <laughs> Wolverine um, has the uh, the ability to heal, self heal. Uh, enhanced uh would you call it feral he has feral instinct so what that what that means is like he like has hunting, an, right? hunt, yeah like he he's got animal instincts yes okay um and then the uh the bone claws but what later turned into adamantium mm -hmm. okay so emma frost slash professor x wolverine uh then the next one is arguably the most powerful mutant period but is gene gray slash phoenix since it's the same person yeah. Well, same body. Mm -hmm. So Jean Grey slash Phoenix. Now you may have a better explanation uh, than I would uh, yeah. uh, of Jean Grey and Phoenix. Then that's who I'm picking. So would you like to explain? For those All right. So know? Jean Grey and Phoenix are two separate entities. So Jean Grey, in and of herself, is a powerful uh, telekinetic. She's she's on par with Professor X a little more so while as the phoenix is a cosmic force that has been linked to jean gray and other mutants as well so uh when she becomes the phoenix she is a force to be reckoned with um so i mean you know let us not go off the movie that just came out because that was really bad but it was. uh um but you know, hey, you do the best you can with what you got. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so um that was number three. Number four is Polaris. Okay. So um Polaris is the daughter of Magneto. Uh-huh. And it's basically Magneto on steroids. Oh, okay. So she still has uh can still control metal, same powers, um, but she also has uh, the ability to change other things. And I believe she has um, 
uh, like a sonic, like a blast as well. Yeah. So it's it's the same as Magneto, but it's she has a few other things that make her, I think, stand out above Magneto. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, my last one is Apocalypse. Yeah, sir. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's my last one. So most people most people should know who Apocalypse is from the X Men movie. Um, I don't think it was the best version of Apocalypse, but ultimately you understand. Yeah. So Apocalypse is, I guess, considered to be the oldest super like villain. The first, yeah. The well, isn't he the first mutant? Yeah, is one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel universe. Yes. Uh, and he is the world's first mutant. So, you know, he has everything. Uh, Self-molecular control. He has uh, superhuman strength, speed, stamina, endurance, durability, all the good stuff. Flight. He's immortal, invulnerable. He can shapeshift. I mean, the dude has it all, you know. So, um, apocalypse. And you know what sucked? is when they came out with X-Men Apocalypse, even though I liked the actor who played him, they could have CGI'd a lot more. They could have... Now, that's yeah. the time that they could have CGI'd and made him a lot bigger, like yep. how they did uh, Juggernaut in Deadpool 2. They yes. could have did that. They could have done that. But I think that that was just laziness. Like, they wanted to go with just makeup and let his acting carry the role. But that would have been... a prime time to you know hey let's 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 add some cgi to this guy well my, my hopes are are really high now that disney has x-men oh yeah 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 i mean you know they're not so these are uh, i'll talk about that later so yeah. <laughs> all right so let uh so my five would be uh wolverine okay because uh i just love his backstory mm -hmm. i like uh i liked old man logan when that came out, um, you know, that was a fantastic uh, movie. Uh, oh, okay, so we're talking about the movie, not the comic book series. No, no, I'm talking about, in, uh, I liked all his, his. Uh, how can I put this? Anything that has had Wolverine in it, I have no complaints. Hugh Jackman, okay. Hugh Jackman murdered that role. And I, I, I loved, you know, I liked the the animal within and you know who who hasn't been so frustrated they wish they had nine inch claws that came out and could you know mess some stuff up right. uh my next one would be storm nice Aurora, Aurora monroe you know she mm -hmm. has she has elemental value um i like her because she is a black character who has been around for a long time um in I think in one, uh, I, I I don't know what storyline, but she married T'Challa, so yes. she's like the queen of Wakanda at one yep. point. So I remember, I remember that one. I like that Beast. Beast is another uh, hero I like. I like Beast because he's so intellectual and you know he a true gentleman. Like I like yep. how. He was trying to change himself, but over time uh, and through happenstance, he ended up becoming more bestial, yet he is one of the smartest 
brains in the uh, X-Men universe. Mm-hmm. So I like Beast. Um, uh, I'm going to say Cyclops. Okay. Cyclops is going to be my, I think that's my fourth one. Cyclops I like because Scott Summers has such a lot. Without Scott Summers, you wouldn't have half the superheroes that are in the X-Men universe because Yo, he, Scott, he got a lot of kids. He has a lot of kids. <laughs> a lot of kids. So uh, you have you have to keep that in mind. And uh, if I had to pick a villain, uh, Magneto. Magneto, okay. because of his tragic backstory, you know, yeah. uh, growing up in the, con- you know, getting ready to go to the concentration camps and uh, just realizing his potential and seeing that, hey, you know, th- life should be like this. These mm-hmm. people aren't going to accept us, but so life needs to be this way. And I like, a, you know, what makes a good villain is a good backstory. The, true, more tragic the, back, the more tragic the backstory, the more vile the villain turns out to be. Because if you really think about it, a lot of villains within Marvel Universe and DC Universe didn't grow up like how they grew up. They, it was something, it took a, a traumatic event to do that. You know, so I've I've always been a fan of Magneto. I think, I think that he's great. So, yeah. I would I would have to agree. I uh, with especially with the backstory. I had like a, like I said. I uh, well I told you off air, but I had a list of ten. So yeah, you know, Storm was on my list. Rogue was on. I had I had a yeah. I definitely yeah. had some people. I it hurt to cut some of them off, but yeah. I like Rogue from the animated series, not so much the Anna Paquin Rogue from the movie. I, yeah, I like I, she did her best, but yeah, you know I wasn't I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I'm definitely cartoon series. Yeah, I like that rogue. She was more like a Southern Belle, and yep, more sure of herself. And you know, she wore that leather jacket with the skin tight uh, tights on. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, the green and the yellow, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like I said, I definitely had some more on my list, but uh, yep. The, my next one though, if we were going to six, it would have been Storm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, man, uh, that was all I have for today. Yeah, well, you know what, man, we covered a lot, and to be honest, I, dude, I mean, I could go on. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I know we got to cut it, but it was, you know, uh, a good week, and you know, hopefully next week we'll have some more good stuff to talk about because, you know, I was thinking about with the X Men. If, if you really want to get deep, do a deep dive, you know, you could definitely talk about the best Marvel teams. That would be something that I would like to get into. So, okay, uh, maybe maybe we or, can either do superhero that. squads, sup- the best superhero squads that that work. You know, so is that is that next week's? Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to okay. see because if if we do superhero squads, we're going to have to break out from Marvel and DC because there's quite a few within the comic book realm that a lot of people don't know about, you know, so, um, that would probably be your realm. I would, I would have to stick more. So Uh, there's a couple, maybe a couple, and I have to try and remember, but a couple outside of, uh, of superhero squads, um, that are not DC or Marvel. So that that I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah mine would probably be very Marvel DC heavy. Yeah, yeah. I would probably go more. Um, you got the Turtles, which is Mirage. Um, then you got Dark Horse with uh, BR, the BRPD. That's Hellboy. You know, um, okay. so I would I would definitely need a little more time to do some research. And then okay. if I'm going Marvel, uh, it's Fantastic Four because they've had right. so many incarnations of Fantastic Four is ridiculous. Yep. Then uh, how about this? And if we need time for that, why don't next week we do DC top? You want to do top yeah, five, yeah, top yeah. top ten DC characters? So, so we'll do the top ten DC characters, or let's do top five DC characters next week. Well, let's do 10 because we're not doing mutants. We're doing just people. Yeah. Well, they're a mixture. So you got like aliens, gods. Uh, exactly. So yeah, do you, so, you want to so, do 10 just as that way we don't uh, have to? Well, I mean, I, we could, but that would be a whole show in and of itself if we're not doing sneakers. So we want to cover sneakers too, right? Uh, yeah, we can. All right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Let's do top five, and then that way we can cover sneaker news, and on top of that, get you know down to the nitty gritty with DC. Okay, sounds good. We'll do top five then. Top five DC characters for next. Sounds week. like a win. All right, sounds good. Well, I appreciate everyone for tuning in, checking us out. Anyone who stayed through the uh, second half for the superhero part of it, I appreciate you. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at sneakers and up. Uh, and give us a like, man. For, uh, you can listen to us on uh, iTunes and um, oh man, I just lost the other one. Soundbox. I think it's Soundbox. Yeah, SoundCloud. Uh, sound, uh, it's a Soundbox. Hell, no, I don't even know. Castbox. Castbox. There you go. Castbox. Sorry, I, I, yeah. man. A little embarrassing, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, again, appreciate everyone for tuning in. Um, and I am Dante. John. And we are out. Peace. Later. Snip. 80s baby, the mixtape. Bear with me, people. Let me talk to him. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Check me. Ain't my fault. Eve ate from that fruit in the process of chasing pussy. I'd have made from it too. Pussy, do I gotta explain it to you? Pussy makes the world go round, ain't it the truth? But these hoes can't handle me. Run through pussy, burn calories. Mommy, make it clap for me. Uh-huh. Mommy, ass fat to uh-huh. me. Crazy brain insanity. Mommy, you're so sweet to the taste that she giving me a cavity. Ooh. Call me crazy, but at least you call me. You should have seen that polo polo mommy bought me. You see the pep in my step, switching my swag. I fuck twice your son calling me dad. Speaking of call, I call shots, call audibles. Uh-huh. But audibles are hard for you when I'm QB, you second string, nigga. See, this is class, you see average, I'm the honorable yeah. This is class, you seem average, I am honorable yeah. This first class coach, your seat's average It's gonna be a bumpy ride like you're honorable Ouchie. I think I got you with that one You're not honorable, you went to A and I will miss with a handgun yeah. Back to the hoes, mommy love the way I put it down Go ahead, drop it low, put it in, spread it out Oh, you gonna scream, my mommy let it out You better swallow it or spit it out She came twice, I came once, I'm still up She gotta put it down, that's how I put it down that's how a nigga put it down I did that, the nicest I've been that And I still put off for every city that I lived at Bronx nigga did that, Jersey nigga did that Puerto Rico, Santo Domingo, California did that What the fuck you been at, where you raise your kids at Where do you, where do you, where do you handle your biz at But off that, I gotta see that he telling me He likes a pair of Jordan number threes He likes horseshoes on the back of his jeans He got a low cut, sees a little poppy so clean 
definition of stunting like a daddy Touch him, let me swing a semi-automatics This dude's so stylish, new coupe, no mileage I am nice with these words, I am so outstanding It's so outlandish, let me talk my Spanish I said, baby girl, loca, got good chocha Mommy told me, papi, dame un beso en la boca That's gonna be repeated a lot, I promise you that I eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. I'm getting fat to her friend, I eat pussy, that's a bad move She wanted some of that too, I gave her some of that too That's two, mommy's in the damn ride One whipping at me, I'm chilling in the back I'm smoking while we dipping in the lake I'm focused, I'm just reeling in the rap I told you that I'm gonna bring it back hey. I had that pussy leaking like a faucet She tried to tap out, I told her, baby, don't you forfeit I am back on my four shit 80s baby, the mixtape, y'all been waiting for it 80s baby, it's Nemi Mr.